Welcome to another edition of the Cards Cast. Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon here with Cardinal Authority Publisher Jody Demling, and always plenty to talk about every time we do one of these Cards Casts. This weekend, it's Louisville coming back home to Cardinal Stadium, where they're going to host Boston College. They've they've had a, the bye week following that loss in, in Tallahassee against Florida State. Obviously, when you're having a home game, that means there's football recruits, you know, going to be visiting. So there's plenty to talk about there as well. Which and, and there's always something to talk about uh, with basketball recruiting. It seems like there's always continued big news. But let's do start with with the fo- with the football game first. Saturday, 12:30, Cardinal Stadium. Louisville looking to snap that nine-game ACC uh, losing streak and, and currently you know, a favorite against the Eagles. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I think Louisville, um, you know, it's weird. This is a weird line to me because the line is moving around, and I, I assume it's moving because we most people think that Malik Cunningham is going to start for Louisville, which I assume right now he'll start. Jawan Pass is not going to play. I can't imagine – uh, a scenario yeah. where Jawan Pass will play at all this weekend. I think we're going to see Evan Conley quite a bit at some point. I'm not sure if we'll see him start, but I think if you look at it, um, Malik has practiced, but he's not been totally full goal the entire week. I think Evan Conley, we're going to see a, a big dose of Evan Conley. And I think it fits into this game plan, too, because I think the game plan is to throw the football down the field. Yeah, and obviously, you know, the, the Scott Satterfield offense is run first, but we've seen, you know, as the season's progressed, you know, not that it hasn't been a priority since day one, but that passing game is becoming more of a priority as the season goes on. And it needs to be because you don't, you know, if Louisville's going to just stick to the run, obviously opponents will know what to do to, to slow down the Louisville offense. And, and they've shown flashes, uh, you know, both with Puma and, and both with Malik behind center. But, to, you know, if, if you don't have a 100 percent, you know, healthy Malik, you know, that kind of hurts his strength if he's not able to really run. And then, you know, so why not? You know, if, if Evan Conley is your best arm, you know, your best pocket thrower at that time, why not throw him in there? So we'll be curious to see how you know healthy Malik is coming in. I think I think I like Louisville's chances, really, no matter who's behind center. But the key, I think, there is. And this is something they've I don't know if struggle is the right word. They just haven't had the right luck or the right effort uh, in some cases is that turnover battle. You know, that, that's an area that Boston College has succeeded in, and it's an area Louisville has not had much success in. So that's an yeah. area to watch as well. Yeah, I think Louisville's going to move the football against Boston College and score some yeah. points. The biggest thing is can they, as Brian Brown said, can they get his big butt on the ground? And he's talking about A.J. Dillon, and he means that uh, with a lot of respect. I mean, he is a big back he is tough to get on the ground, and if Louisville can do a good job of tackling A.J. Dillon and David Bailey if he gets in. Remember, David Bailey came in last year for A.J. Dillon, who didn't play against Louisville and ran for over 100 yards and was looked like a stud last year against the Cardinals. Now, this is a different defense and all that kind of good stuff, but again, no matter who plays quarterback for Louisville, if it's if it's Malik Cunningham or if it's uh, Evan Conley, I think Louisville's going to be able to move the football. It's a it's all a matter of can Louisville stop Boston College and get out of the big downs. I mean, they need to make them they need to get out of third and short. They had too many third and shorts yeah. against Florida State. They need third and medium and third and long, so they gotta do a better job in first and second down. And when you get the lead, play like you've been there before. Obviously, they've not played extremely well when they had the lead against Eastwestern Kentucky. Obviously, went on to win that game, uh, but didn't have the best uh, second half after building the first big first half lead. And then, obviously, against Florida State, grabbed that lead, and, and things just kind of you know fell apart mentally in some cases, and, and help you know 
kind of led to a loss there on the road in a game that probably was one that kind of got away. But as mentioned, you know, another group of visitors will be coming in uh, for Louisville. This, you know, both you're going to have local kids. You're going to have kids from from other states as well. You know, come in the Cardinal Stadium and check out the Cardinals as they're uh, you know hosting a number of recruits again this weekend for this game. Yeah, not as big of a group this time as we've had before. The next big game will be Clemson, but still a very good group of, of guys. Uh, DJ Taylor, who's from uh, down in Florida, cornerback who uh, from the Clearwater area, who's coming on an official visit. He's currently committed to Arizona State. Latari Kinsler, who is uh, currently uh, was committed at one point to Louisville, is currently uncommitted and, and visiting on an official basis as well this weekend. I think Kinsler is a kid that they can land. I think they can do it. I'm not sure if they'll do it this weekend, but I think it could be sooner than later. Um, I think Kinsler will be a, an addition to this uh uh, recruiting class for Louisville, and I think they get a good chance with Taylor. I mean, when you look at it, they have six spots left, uh, Louisville does, in this class. They're going to take a wide receiver, they're going to take another defensive end, and they're going to take two cornerbacks. After that, it's kind of the best player available for them, I believe. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think the defensive end, I think uh, we could uh, see that with uh, uh, Kensler get filled up this week. And, you know, there's this also potential, Jordan Watkins, the, the kid from Butler, who's committed to uh, to Kentucky, he's uh, uh, a wide receiver who has uh, got big time speed, and uh, you know he's basically—I don't want to compare him to Tutu, but he is a guy who they could use in that spot, who's a little bit bigger and just as fast—not uh, much bigger, but a little bit bigger uh, than Tutu. Um, he's going to visit this weekend, and there's talk that he could flip or at least decommit. And I know Louisville's in there really deep. Uh, they've got some other guys, Dexter Rince and uh, Lovey Jenkins, two commitments that'll be here along with uh, Josh Minkins and perhaps Braden Smith, uh, also the wide receiver. And then as far as uh, the guys uh, who are official or unofficial, we'll have a complete list uh, on, on the website. Uh, but I know that uh, Sayla Brown from uh, Mail, who's become one of the better in-state prospects, uh, is going to be there. Caden Veltkamp is an interesting one. His uh, uh, dad, Jason Veltkamp, is a, a coach at Western Kentucky. He is a, a pretty big-time young quarterback down in Bowling Green, and uh, he's going to make the trip up as well. So some good visitors in town. Yeah, and you know, and Kinsler you know, obviously is one of note, and yeah, you know, as you mentioned, a former Louisville commitment there, and and that's one where you know Court Dennison had really has a relationship. He was instrumental in getting that early uh, commitment from Kinsler. So having Court obviously back on this on the coaching staff certainly could help Louisville wrap that up, you know, or get him back in the in the fold. And well, at one point it looked like it was going to be a Syracuse guy, but you know now it looks like it might be uh, you know leaning back towards Louisville. So good news as well as well on him as well as Watkins. You know, he's certainly one to watch throughout the weekend, and, and especially if he makes the announcement of a potential decommit. So, yeah, uh, I mean, but, I think it's 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 one thing with, um, you know, is, it, that's the thing that people don't realize it's different with with football and basketball is, you know, there's a lot of movement after you make a commitment in football. Louisville loses Rado Delancey this weekend, this week. They're yeah. not going to recruit him moving forward, from what I understand, but. You know what? I mean, there's other guys out there. There's other guys they're going to get, and they're recruiting some. You know, look, to, you know, several visitors this week that are coming in uh, are guys that are committed elsewhere. So it's not like, uh, you know, it's people talk about Louisville's visitor, Louisville's commitments going elsewhere. It's not like uh, uh, they don't. It's not like the ones that are committed to Louisville don't go elsewhere. And it's not like the ones that Louisville get, brings in aren't committed to other places. So one name to watch this weekend. Perhaps the best uh, overall highly ranked kid on campus. Uh, we expect Corey Kiner uh, from Roger Bacon in Cincinnati. 
Uh, he is up to like, I think, 19 offers. His latest offers are Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Michigan. So those are three pretty good ones. He's the number 108 prospect in the class of 2021. We expect him to be on campus with his mom and dad. And he wants to, from what I understand, he wants to stay close to home. So, uh, hey, Louisville's, uh, Louisville's pretty close to Cincinnati. So it'll be a second visit uh, to campus this weekend. So good, good list. Yep, you know, and obviously we'll have complete coverage of it. You know, as they make their visits, you know, we'll make we'll confirm. You know, look if there's any changes or anything like that, you'll be able to follow that at, on the message boards at Cardinal Authority. And then obviously after they make their visits, we'll have complete uh, recruit reaction on, on what they thought. And you know, keep an eye out for any potential commitments because we'll have those breaking at Cardinal Authority as well. You know, breaking. You know, earlier uh, you know, a few days ago. Basketball-wise, huge first commitment for for the class. Chris Mack getting the junior college number one junior college guy, Jay Scrubs. That's a big big number one get for that class. Yeah, you know, Jay Scrub is a guy who I, I know people are going to say, "Well, is he this? Is he?" I, look, Jay Scrub is a guy who is locked in right now to Louisville. I mean, he's going to recruit like he's in the class. Um, yeah, he might test the waters, but you know, I, I really. I don't know this for a fact, but, you know, he, he worked out for some NBA teams. And then all of a sudden it was from the inner circle. He was thinking about going to college. So I'm not sure that he was told or what he was told. I just know that from what I've been told right now, Jay Scrub is excited and he is pumped to be able to spend a year uh, under head coach Chris Mack and try to get him to where he wants. And that's to be a lottery pick. Uh, and I, I do think that Chris, uh, you know, can get him there and his staff can get him there. So he's a big one. He's a big first one. Now, who will be the second one? I really do think uh, and, and, and did think that uh, Jamin Brakefield could be that guy. Um, for me, Brakefield is uh, a very talented dude. Um, I think it's Louisville and Auburn. And I think Louisville was edging ahead. Uh, now he did pick up an offer from Duke. Uh, and, and I think that changes things because, you know, speechless is the word he used. So, um, look, look, Louisville, everybody can you can talk about it all you want. You can, you know, ponder different things. The, the, the thing about Louisville in this recruiting cycle is they've had the worst luck possible. DJ Stewart, oh, the only school one that, after another after another. Yeah, the <laughs> only school that Louisville's going to lose DJ Stewart to is Duke. Well, guess what? Duke offers DJ Stewart. Caleb Love, it was coming down to Louisville and, and North Carolina. And, uh, you know, it was one thing uh, the, that led to another, and, uh, and they couldn't beat, you know, North Carolina. So they, they just had really bad luck. Now this breakfield thing. Look, J.J. Trainer's going to visit this weekend. If things go well, I could see J.J. Trainer committing to Louisville at some point this weekend. I, I'm not expecting it, but I could see that potentially playing out that way and happening. I still think Louisville is in the mix for Devin Askew. I know what Evan Daniels has said, and I know Kentucky really wants him. But I think Chris Mack has really done a good job of recruiting him, and he's gone in by himself and been the main guy for the last couple of weeks uh, and tried to put all his eggs kind of in that basket to see if they can get him. I think they're in there really good. They're still in good with Brakefield and potentially could get him. Josh Hall's still a guy in the spring that I think if there's a spot, they're probably going to end up getting him. Um, you know, and, uh, and, and, and then other things will play out. We'll have to just wait and see. I'm not a big – I don't think Louisville's in a good spot with Jeth- Jethro Muscady and however you say his name, uh, the kid from Aspire. Not that they're not in a good – I just think they have, t- they have to make up a lot of ground, and I think Kansas and Minnesota have done a really good job 
uh, with him. And I think uh, that those are the two that kind of lead for that right now. I mean, if you're Chris Mack and staff right now, obviously you've got the you've got Scrub, you know, who by all accounts I was out of town for, but for the open gym was just impressive from start to finish in the open gym that they had during the Louisville Live weekend. You know, if if you're Chris Mack and staff and and your first commit is Jay Scrub, a guy that, you know, that obviously, as you mentioned, has some concerns whether he'll test the NBA waters and may never end up stepping on campus. Or even if he does, I think even if you just get one year out of him, you know, that's a win situation for you. But if you're the staff and that's all you've got at this point. And you're seeing, you know, as you're describing it, the bad luck, you know, with the commitments popping or the offers from the, you know, the wrong school, so to speak, popping up at the, the incorrect time, so to speak, as well. You know, do you think they're stressing as much as maybe the fan base is, or do you no. think they, you know, okay, we, we've we've still got a grip on this, and you know, and as you're rattling off the names, obviously they're still in really good position with a number of guys as well. Look, Louisville's in great position with a number of guys and it, and it's the good thing is it's a small class. I know everybody thinks, you know, that, that, that all these guys are going to leave and turn pro. And as I keep saying on the board, I hope they do because you know what, if they do, that means Louisville's going to win either win a national championship or get to the final four with that. Something good is really going to happen with (laughs) that said, I just don't think, um, yeah, I just don't, I don't, I don't think it's a time, um, and I know how Chris is and I know how the staff is. Um, yeah, I think they get frustrated. I think they get, OK, what, what, what else can go wrong kind of thing. But you never get um, you never get down. You never freak out. And, and, and when you freak out or you get down, that's when bad things start to happen or you take chances that you don't want to. And, and that's the thing we haven't. So here's here's the deal. When, I, when a coach freaks out or when a staff freaks out is when you start seeing questionable guys that show up on a list and you go, what is that? There's no way they should be offering that guy or there's no way they should be offering this guy. So that hasn't happened, and I don't think it will happen with this staff. Look, it's a small class. I know people don't believe me and haven't believed me, but I've said it from day one. This is going to be a small class, and uh, and, and that in its own right to me is the biggest thing that helps Louisville right now. They don't need a ton uh, moving forward out of this class to uh, to get. So uh, Jay Scrub's a good one. It's a great start, and uh, they're not finished, and they're in on a lot of good guys. If they could get, you know, I mean, heck, if they could get J.J. Trainer and Jim, and Jamin Brakefield, which I'm not I'm still not sure. I don't think they'll take both of them, but you never know at this point. If they could get one of those two guys, um, you know, that's two pretty good gets right there. Uh, with Scrub and either one of those guys. And then you just have to kind of continue to work for a third one. And, you know, again, I haven't seen any other new names surface at this point. So they must feel pretty confident with the guys that they have on board right now. So let me throw this uh, out to you. If, if let's say trainer does decide to pop for Louisville uh, in the coming days, does that put the skids on, on the breakfield recruitment? Do you think that's okay? That's good. Let's move forward. No, I've heard different. I, I mean, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think they only have one spot for that. But when they get break or when they get trainer in for his official visit, where where does he see himself playing? Where does he end up playing? You know, how much is yeah. he going to grow? Could he actually end up being the 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 center of the class? I I don't think I don't personally think so. Um, but, but again, it, it, it all depends on the visit this week. So we'll have to wait and see, 
uh, how the visit is this weekend. Uh, and, uh, and, and then we will keep you posted. So at this point, they're still recruiting both of them pretty heavy. And, uh, and I think they will continue that. But if he wants to make a decision, then I think that's when, when Chris Mack has to, has to decide something himself. And they're not the only ones. Jeff Walls is busy yeah, as definitely. well, big-time visitor in as well, and you know recruiting going quite well for him as well. Uh, as you mentioned, at CardinalAuthority.com, big visitor for, for he and his program this, this weekend. Yeah, no doubt about it. They had Matty Westfield last weekend. They've had Haley Van Lith. They will have Sarah Andrews on October the 19th for an official visit. Um, you know, and and kind of a, uh, a midweek, a uh, little bit of a surprise, something that was kind of under the radar a little bit. And I think they kind of wanted to keep it that way just because she's a very talented young lady, uh, Australian, uh, Gemma Potter, Gemma Potter, I think is how you pronounce her name. She's a six foot forward. She actually played against Jeff Walls in that uh, uh, in that uh, uh, U-19 national when he coached the national team in the championship game this summer. Uh, had a good week over there. I think she averaged eight and a half points and like four rebounds a game in that tournament. So he saw her, kind of started getting on her a little bit when they when when they when, uh, he finished with that and uh, worked out to where she's taking a visit. Uh, she visited Texas. She visited is visiting Louisville. And then this weekend is going to UCLA. And then we'll make a decision after that between one of those three schools. So not many spots left. They have two commitments already. And I think they'll only take one more. Uh, player in this class, Jeff Walls and, and the staff, that is. So not many spots left on the women's side of things. And really, to be quite honest, it's down to uh, it's just down to four different players. Maddie Westbelt, Sarah Andrews, Haley Van Lith, and now the Jimma Potter. It sounds like those are the ones uh, that are left on the board. I think they'll get one of the four and then recruiting will be over for Jeff Walls and his staff. And they'll have another top 10 recruiting class moving forward. So I'll be at uh, Michael I will be at uh, ACC kickoff uh, on Tuesday. If Louisville does get a commitment this weekend, uh, football or basketball, we will do a uh, special podcast on that commitment. And then at some point when I am uh, at ACC Media Day on Tuesday night, we will do a quick little uh, update from there as well. And then we'll be back next week. But that's it for us tonight here on CardsCast. We'll see you next week.